Yeah, we're official. We're live, brother. We are live. We're official. Back again. Come on. For another one. Come on, man. What what is, what is this? Oh, this is uh this is effing things up, right? Yeah, bro. You know how we do, man. Just Hulk smash, effing stuff up all day, every day. Faith, family, fitness, and finance, bro. We just effing effing stuff up, bro. bro I'll <laughs> tell you, dude. It, it's it's incredibly exciting because I've I've been actually talking to people throughout the week and telling them about what we're doing with this podcast, man. And, you know, first of all, everybody says the name is absolutely amazing, bro. So kudos to you. You know, you got the extra creativity with that stuff. all the time. <laughs> Everybody loves it. I was even telling my son, I'm like, yo, so, you know, you know, dad's doing a new podcast. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, what's it called? I'm like effing things up, man. Faith, family, fitness, and finance. He's like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just confirmation, man. That's what it is. It's just confirmation. Straight up, bro. You know, it's all glory to God too, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, he, I, it's just borrowed knowledge. That's how I view it. So yeah. it's so funny you say that, dude. I put a, I put a big post on Facebook yesterday. Um, and you know me, dude, 2022, I'm all about telling my truth. I want, I want to share my experience of how I became the person I am today, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, and then somebody, you know, a few people shared my logo, the Nate Strong logo, you know, they share, they're sharing it on Facebook, you know, people that believe in the mission, believe in what I'm talking about. Uh, and then some guy named Nathan replied on, on, on one of these people's posts that I could see. And he's like, oh, man, that's amazing. I'm going to steal that. So then people started texting me like, oh, man, somebody's going to steal. Somebody's talking about stealing your stuff. <laughs> and you know, what my response was, bro. So instantly, my ego almost kicked in. And I was like, man, I don't like that, right? <laughs> Instantly. Yeah. But then secondary, I said, here's here's my response. And I felt so peaceful. I said, you can't, you cannot steal what God has given. Tell him, tell him good luck. And that's it. Ooh. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm not, I'm not worried about yo, we're, it. Bro. Yo, we're <laughs> we're only a couple minutes in, bro. You think we want to <laughs> you want to drop those bombs already? Like that's I like the end I of the show. Said, like, listen, man, this is <laughs> listen, man. Something has told me to share this, not to share this in fear that somebody's going to take it, man. Hey, if they do take it, people will be able to look back on the on the internet, which is like the ultimate link of when people did stuff, and they can see that Nate Strong was created back in two thousand and nine. I've been rocking this logo ever since, bro. I'm I'm just now bringing it up and making a big deal about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. That's right, bro. That's right. You know, and at the end of the day, I think that's almost what we're what we're leaning to do, anyways, moving forward. Right? It was just to like bring bring all of this to life for everybody so like hey if somebody else could if 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 the good the good lord just drops something into our spirits and we share it and somebody else you know does great amazing things with it like that's that's our stamp of legacy right like i think that's even we want people to do it run with it go go for it but no 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 fear man i'll tell you dude living in living in fear holding back you know, trying not to give all that it is that I have to offer to the world has 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 kept me to be stagnant at times, man. So making it making the biggest and the greatest decision to not do that, to truly just want to be of service to people. And even if that is for somebody to take an idea that I had and take it to the next level, maybe a place that I wasn't going to take it. I'm good with that, bro. Like, honestly, when I say no fear, I really mean no fear. And I, and I truly believe, and I've been telling people this all week long, I truly believe that if I can continue to be of the right mindset and to be of service and to remove the ego out of the equation every single time, you know, the rewards of abundance will come, you know, it, it's not, you know, I, I used to think you had to be greedy and you had to chase and chase and chase and chase and chase to, to, to get what you wanted. 
Um, but what I found is, man, you can get things like that, but holding on to them is, is pretty difficult. Um, you know, you, you have to give and give and give and give and give and give and give, man. And the way that this world works and the way that our creator works is if you're a great giver, you will become a great receiver. I receive more validation on a daily basis that I'm doing the right thing now than I ever did when I was trying to do it. Uh, and then in addition to that, dude, it's funny because I haven't even necessarily worked on putting my foot on the gas, money, 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 money for the last year. I've just been focused on purpose, 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 purpose. And I haven't worried about any money. You know, I have, I haven't had to worry yeah. about it, dude. You know, that's, that's just how it works. Yeah, man. And it's like, you chase the influence, right? Like the influence is what is going to inevitably bring you the finances. It's like, it's going to, it's, it goes hand in hand. It comes full circle, you know, right. but I commend you for that, man. Cause I don't even think I honestly, I don't think I'm there yet mentally. I don't think I'm there where I could just go out into the world and just have absolutely no fear. It's funny because I can, I, I preach this all day, every day, right? Like I speak to business owners and I was just doing a consulting gig, uh, I think yesterday actually. And you know what? It's like, I, I can't even get there mentally for myself. And it's funny because I coach everybody else to do it. <laughs> so right. it's like, but I can't do it for myself. So it's like, I think there's something there to be said. Like where, where do we find, I would like to call it just courage, right? Like where, where do we find that boldness to just, step out and say, Hey, you know what? Like I'm going to, I'm going to strive towards my God given purpose, no matter what at all cost, And I'm not compromising that for anything. Well, dude, it's so funny that you said that, man, because, you know, I was thinking, and I was thinking when we do our podcast, we're effing things up. We have the four F's, the first, the first one being faith. And honestly, bro, I think that's the answer. And, and for me, you know, and I know we're men of faith, and I know faith is one of those things that you have to practice on a consistent basis because it's an easy word to say. It's a harder word to practice. But but I think faith is the answer to that equation. Right. I listen to sermons every single day when I wake up for about two hours. I train listening to nothing but sermons just to make sure I'm in the correct headspace to attack my day. And one of the things that continually play that continually come up from different pe people who are spreading the gospel is that. If you're truly a person of faith and you know that you're living in, in, in the correct way and you're trying to be of service, listen, we're all sinners. We know that. But to repent is to want to be better every single day. Right. And if that's truly what you're trying to do. Then, you know, that our creator has told us that at the end it's going to be prosperous. Right. And it's just like the, the, the exact scenario I heard. If you're watching your favorite sports team, I'm a Cavs fan. I know you don't like LeBron. Well, I'm a LeBron fan, should I say? I know you're not. If I, if I'm <laughs> well, I'm a LeBron, Kobe fan. I'm a Kobe fan. So, you know, that's. <laughs> Listen, if, if I'm watching LeBron in the finals, right, and I already know I'm watching 2016 when the Cavs came back from the 3-1 deficit and they won and beat yep. the Golden State Warriors, I know how it ends. There's no anxiety in my heart because I know the end is written, right? So it's, it's the same. Yep. It's the same scenario. If I was live in that moment and I wasn't certain, the uncertainty would make me anxious. It would give me distress. It would give me the need to try to control the situation. But since I know what happened in 2016, I could watch that right now, eat popcorn and have a great time, bro. And I think that's exactly how faith works. Wow. Right? If you really wow. are faithful that you're going to get what God has promised you, there is no reason to be fearful in any moment. Because all things work for good for those that are deserving, bro. And, that, and that's that's faith. You know what I mean? Man, that's I mean, you you hit it on the head. I, I, I never even 
have imagined it that way, where it's like you're, you're recapping something that happened in the past, knowing the end result, but you're watching it anyways, right? And there, there's no anxiety, there's no doubt, because you already know what the end result is. It's like, that's what the faith in our, in our, belief, in our creator actually does. 100%. And it's like, if, if he's the most faithful one, he is the source of all faithfulness. Right. So if, he's, if faithfulness comes from him, right, it stems from him and it's right. outsourced from him. So he, he embodies it, right? So if we can't trust him, then what are we going to trust? Who? Bro, and that's just it, you know, and I feel, I feel bad. And sometimes I got to be very, very cautious because people tell me, you know, you, you, you sound like you're preaching, you're preaching too much. And I know a lot of the world can't take that. Um, and that's sad. You know, it really is because yeah. in reality, we get twisted up. And when you have anxiety or you have angst, and you have, you know, that dire need to prove something in the moment, essentially what you're saying is that you are in control. You're taking, you're, you're literally trying to pretend as if you're the creator, but you're not, right? You're not in control. Only thing that you can do is be faithful, step in your purpose, do what you feel that you've been put here to do and do the best you can in that moment and have faith that it's all going to work out towards your good, dude. Even the worst situations work out towards your good if you remain faithful, you know what I mean? So the world world gets us confused and gets us on the grind and gets us really, really busy. And I keep saying that because I heard that in the sermon too, busy being under Satan's yoke, right? They want you so busy grinding, 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 thinking that if you're not putting your foot on the gas 24-7, you're going to lose. But really, that's not it, man. The people who are the most successful, they flow. They don't force. They flow. You know what I mean? And that's a that's an interesting term you use, because I actually used that yesterday in the in the in the, in the consulting that I did and just reminding them to be in the state of flow um, where your brain is actually creating and enforcing the neural pathways that help you reinforce what it is that you're trying to do and the habits you're trying to create, you know, and it's like it's, it's crazy that you, you brought that in into the conversation today because I'm like, man. I never envisioned that to be involved with when it, when it came to uh, the forceful actions that we're trying to create on a day-to-day basis. For me, that was flow. Right. Right. But now that when you put it into that perspective of where are we either forcing it or is it flowing naturally? Because we know anything that comes from God is going to, is going to happen effortlessly. Right. So, and I'm like, man, that just, that just hit me right now because I, I thought I'm thinking about that. I'm like, shoot is is that something that i've been doing wrong this whole time because you know i I come from the mindset of where hustle 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 you know first generation college all that good stuff you know parents parents coming from a third world country like you know things like that and i'm like well no this is what i have to do to get get ourselves out of the out of the rut and out of this cycle right the generations after me and it's like but you can do the most impactful work while doing nothing at all bro let me tell you something dude one, one thing that i discovered and i put a post about this on social and, it, and it's pretty funny because i'll say something that i don't think is that impactful and then it'll have you know thousands of views within seconds and then i'll also drop something that i think is truly impactful <laughs> and then 45 people see it like literally 45 people see it but you know I, I said this, dude, like, I think what it all comes down to, it's not about how much you force it, right? It's not about how hard you work even. And, and don't get me wrong, hard work is definitely necessary. 
but it comes down to one word, bro. When, and this goes with faith, right? And it's called belief. And, and what I mean is this, you can achieve anything, right? If you look at the Bible, and I've been talking to tons of people about this. I've read now since 2018, probably, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, probably at least 30 plus, maybe 35 plus self-help books. Every Amazing. single self-help book is rooted from biblical words. I promise you, they they've taken the principles They've, they've mixed up the words a little bit. They repositioned it and used language of today to make it more fitting. They replaced God with the law of attraction or the positive energy yep. or ions. Yep. But, it, but it's all biblical principles, right? Yep. So if you, look at, if you look at all the biblical principles, it tells you have faith, have faith, believe, 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 believe. And it also tells you that you're made in the image of God, right? So we know God is the ultimate creator. We know that God thought of the earth and here we are. We know God wanted man and here we were. We know he created this in, in, in such a short period of time, right? So if we've been told through the best self-help book you could ever get, which is called the Bible, that we have these powers within us, why don't we think that we can actually use them, which we do? And here's what I mean. If we believe we can do anything, we can. It, it, it's that simple. A guy said, I want to fly an air. I want to make an airplane and fly in the sky. Nobody thought it was possible, but the Wright brothers believed it. Now we're flying in the sky. You know, a guy said, I wanted to make a building that's that's hundreds of feet off the ground. Nobody believed it. If you go back to the ancient Egyptians, you know, they were how were they building those pyramids back then? Somebody believed it was possible. <laughs> like literally, yeah. that's yeah. it. There's nothing that we've achieved ever. Not you, not me, not anybody in this world. You've never achieved anything if you didn't believe it was possible. When you were successful in your first sales position, there had to be that moment when it clicked and you believed you can do it. And then once you believe you can do it, watch out, right? <laughs> and that, that, yeah. that's literally how it works. You want to get in the best shape of your life? Something happened. Boom. You believed you can do it. Now you're in the best shape of your life. Do people pay coaches, you know, even consultants like what you were doing? When you're, when you're consulting with somebody and you're, you're, you're having these conversations, when I'm consulting with somebody and, I'm, and I'm, they're, they're hiring me as their coach, the only thing that they're paying me to do is to, is to get them to believe that they can do it themselves. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's over. <laughs> they, they win. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And, you know, it, it really boils down to us just having effective, like self-evaluating techniques or tools right where we can measure the day and say and look back and, and 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 ask ourselves based on my actions what do i really believe right right and are they in line with what my end goal needs to be um and i don't think we visit that enough because either our pride or our ego doesn't want to we don't want to uh tell ourselves that we aren't doing the things that we need to do uh to accomplish what we're looking to accomplish because in our minds we're thinking no working, you know, 12 hours a day, I'm, I'm absolutely in line with what I'm looking to accomplish. Like I'm, I'm making this thing happen. Right. Uh, not realizing that, that we could just be busy. busy. We could just be busy, but not productive and not moving and not fulfilling our assignment of why we're even here. And it's like, when you, when you look at God and, and this is why I don't understand why someone doesn't under could, could not just believe in God period is that He's remaining faithful to his word, whether you believe in him or not. That's how these wealthy people are wealthy, right? Because they're following his principles, yep. not realizing that the, the, the ultimate faithful one is proving his faithfulness. 
(laughs) by the principles that he's literally instituted and has sustained for eons. Dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bro, you, I mean, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. So, so spot on, bro. And I, I even say this. I, I say this to, to, to the atheist who, who has an executive-level position. You wouldn't be in your position if you didn't have faith. It's like, you can call it whatever you want to call it, right? And I'm not even, like, wanting to get into the huge debate with them. But I always tell this, like, you can call it whatever you want to call it. But it still boils down to you having faith. And that's a God-given power, right? That is proof. That is proof of of his work right there, that if you had faith that you could do it, then you did it. If you believed it, then you you did it. These are all principles, like I said. And and again, I don't even, it's sad because I don't necessarily blame that person. Uh, And and again, there's biblical principles that say this too, you know, uh, it's not necessarily um, the flock who's at blame, you know, it's, it's, it's the shepherd. <laughs> it's the person that, that taught that person. Right. So when you look at how things are mass produced and you look at, you know, consumerism as, as a whole, unfortunately, and how messages are spread through society and what's going on through the programming of television shows and music, you look at all of that, man, I think it's easy if somebody doesn't have a strong principle of faith to get lost in the world. You know, even me, being raised up in faith, there's been times where I've been pulled and lost in the world. I, I can see how these people are lost and they see proof of other things that exist and just call it a different name. Like I said, I've had this conversation so many times. People say that they don't believe they're not religious, but they believe in the law of attraction. I'm like, well, how are you, how are you not religious? I don't understand it. It's the same thing. We're talking about the same thing, man. Like, it's yeah, that's a religion. (laughs) Or you're talking about karma. I'm like, okay, well, we're we're still we're 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 still we're still talking about the same thing here. You know what I mean? But but again, you know, it it goes back to a story that my father used to tell me about. You know, when when language was set up and people were building, uh, and, and there's different people's on different sides of the building, and they couldn't they couldn't communicate properly with the other person. Um, so you know, they started calling things completely different things in reference to the same thing. And, and I think the whole point of that was, was he was telling me is that sometimes people know more than they think they know. You know what I mean? They're just confused about the title. And to your point, and I thought it was pretty, pretty awesome put, dude, you know, our creator is so powerful and, and, and so forgiving and so gracious that you, you can, he will allow you to deny him and still use the benefits that he has given all men. Yep. The only yep. difference. Now, here's the difference. This is the difference that, that I feel bad for the people without belief is that you could do that for this whole entire time on this world, but you will have to answer for that. <laughs> yep. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you know what come I mean? Come on now. Come on so, now. Listen, that, that, that's everything. You could take it. You could take a chance if you want, man, but I'd rather take a chance and be wrong that I, that I was giving all of my power to the higher power than, than, than not take that chance and be wrong on the day of judgment. Um, when somebody when when I have some some you know some power to answer to uh, and explain why I was denying their existence, you know what I mean? And not even just yourself, like your family as well, because that falls on that falls under your umbrella. Absolutely, yeah, because you, <laughs> you're, you're the shepherd, man. And there's you know the flock the flock cannot be blamed a hundred percent by 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 what the teacher has taught them, dude. And and again, yeah, you know you're the example. So when I, when I look at this, I look at the teachers, you know, I look at the education system. It's bad. Being honest with you, it is, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like what's going on in the schools. You know, I look at, I look at the politics, you know, I look at, I look at how everything is being removed. They want to remove 
God. They want to remove the creator and give power to yep. man, you know? And yep. again, yep. I, I learned in college, dude, in Western civilization, it was funny. The first day of college, they said, what's the number one way to control a population? And they said, well, what? Remove them from their God. Wow. They teach that in school, bro. Like, so if they're teaching that in school, do you mean to tell me that these politicians, these, these teachers, these people who sat through the same classes as me aren't using those principles to rule? They are. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like they teach us. Absolutely. That. They teach us that knowledge is great until it gets in the wrong hands. <laughs> oh man. I mean, dude, we can go, we can go on forever about this topic period and I, and I think we should designate a show for this because I think you know being somebody who teaches apologetics at my church and who literally just finished a, a course um, for about 10 people that were coming regularly and uh, we, we we covered the book um, a case for a creator right uh, which just talks about like a a, a national FBI who was uh, agent who was actually trying to disprove God ended up coming to faith because all the evidence pushed him in that direction and he couldn't, he had to be unbiased. He had to be uh, uh, objective with all the, with all the findings. So he couldn't even reject it. The fact that everything was leading him towards there being a creator, right? right? Like um, I think we need to set aside a specific course or specific show just for that. But with that being said, man, like, we, we, we need to talk about what this needs to look like because I don't, I don't even think we've solidified that just yet. Like, what, what do our sessions need to look like? Do we need to set up where, you know, like you were telling me earlier, like, do we, do we set up a time where, you know, 15 minutes are towards one topic or 15 minutes are towards another topic? And, yeah. you know, we, we, we hit all the Fs or we do one F a week or, you know what I mean? Well, um, I don't know that answer right now. I don't know it either, man. But as soon as you said what you said, I almost I almost saw in my brain how it how it could work out. And here and here's what I mean, right? We got four F's. I think starting off while we're just getting out here and we're just we're just dabbling with how to make this the most impactful for people. I think if we could talk a little bit about faith and we could talk a little bit about family, if we could talk a little bit about fitness and we could talk a little bit about finance. You know, we can we can provide a whole lot of content within an hour's time. But secondly, to your point, man. I think throughout these conversations, we're going to we're going to stroke uh, a, a bigger topic that needs to be expanded on. Like right now, we have a topic that we could run <laughs> for two hours on. Right. So I think we kind of we kind of jot, jot down a note, you know, and that's going to be the next episode. And then, hey, you know, as this grows and this develops and, and we build the following man and, and the need is there to continue to expand on it. Maybe we do an extra day, you know, maybe, maybe we, we do a, maybe we do an Instagram live session for, you know, for our audience who can pick up the conversation there that was started on Friday, maybe sometime on a Saturday, we can finish the discussion. Um, I, I just think yeah. that it'll be a great way to kind of see about what needs to be expanded on, let people hear it too. That way, when we're having these live sessions, when we're going live, people can actually be anticipating what we're going to be talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And then they can actually set a part time to be there, right. right? Like if it's a topic that they really want uh, to hear kind of our input on or or even, for example, if we bring people on onto the show, like and they're like, you know what? I really want to listen to that person's perspective or hear their expertise. I think that would be a perfect opportunity to do that. I, I, love, um, I, love, I love that, dude. And I, and I love collaboration, man. I mean, I, like I said, I joined this this entrepreneur group and I've been putting myself out there 2022 
is the year of all offense, no defense. So I'm doing everything I can to, to be active on a daily basis and really put myself out there in front of as many people as possible. And, you know, just being able to pull, pull entrepreneurs from, from that group who have similar principles, that group's pretty phenomenal because it's been hard for me in business, especially in the industry that I'm coming, that, that I'm in right now, that I've been in to find people who are, who are like-minded in, in principle, you know what I mean? Like, especially, yeah. and again, it's, it's no knock on business. I think it's just knock on my skewed view because I believe that, you know, if you, if you believe things are a certain way, then you're going to find evidence of that everywhere you look. Right. And, and yep. unfortunately, unfortunately, my belief was, is that the people that I was working with, or a lot of the people that I were working with who were doing great, weren't my cup of tea. You know, they weren't people that I wanted to aspire to be like. So all I seen was people that were like that. Um, it's been refreshing. I mean, absolutely refreshing to get around a group of individuals who are faith-based, who all want to serve. Like when I talk to people and I tell them my mission, everybody's like, man, that's exactly what I've been doing for 15, 20 years. I'm like, whoa, unreal. Cause I thought people that were making <laughs> money. I thought people that were making money were scumbags. Like I'm yeah, shocked. It's like, yeah. thank you. Thank you for, thank you for changing my view. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's the thing is that we have to find one another, right? Like we got, we got to continue fellowshipping uh, because sheep do get weaker when they're out on their own. Right. And they're more susceptible to being preyed on uh, with things of the world, right? Like these, these wolves in sheep clothing, right. That pretend to be our shepherds uh, when in all actuality, they're really just leading us to the slaughter. Right. Like that's the beauty of getting involved with some of these uh, groups and organizations that ha- that are like-minded in principle and value is knowing that you're fellowshipping with the right people. All of you guys are looking at the same shepherd, right? It's not like there's no there's no doubt there, right? Whereas in the world, you're like, oh, I don't know who you follow. <laughs> you say right. one thing, but you do another, right? Like- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, you talk the perfect game, but your actions do not align. Exactly. <laughs> And that's everything for me. You know, I, I grew up that way. I grew up not looking at what people say and really looking at their actions right. to determine whether, whether, you know, what they truly believe or what they truly stand for. Right. Um, Cause it's funny. It's, it's like people will, what's that quote that goes like uh, a man is determined by not what he's willing to live for, but what he's willing to die for, mm. you know? And I'm like, someone's actions that's going to tell you exactly what it is that they're willing to die for. Right. Right. Cause that's where they're going to put all of their energy. Right. They're going to, they'll sacrifice for the one thing that they're focusing on primarily every single day, you know? Um, and I, and I think about that quote and I'm just like, man, that's, that's revolutionary. That, that's some, that's some good stuff. That is, um, that is dude, you know, we, it's funny. It's funny sh- shifting gears j- just a little bit in, into into family. Um, it's it's funny because you know when I when I when I got into my family and me and my wife we started our family. We built our legacy together, man. And we've been we've been blessed, man. My my son walked up to me uh, yesterday and he goes, "Dad, you and mommy have known each other for twenty years now, right?" And I said, "Yeah, actually, this will be our twentieth year together." And he's like, wow, because keep in mind, dude, my son's 14. When I met my wife, you know, she was my son's age. She was 14. I was 16. Uh, and that's when we started. That's when we started technically dating in high school. And, you know, we, we've, we've actually lived 
all of this life together. But my only point of saying that is, is that when we were young, you know, our premise of success looks a lot different than how the world taught us it needed to as we became adults, right? We used to say mm-hmm. things like, hey, it doesn't matter how much money we have, as long as we maintain ourselves and we're together, we're going to be good. Like as long as we stay together and we love each other and we have time for each other, we're going to be good. And the reason why I point that out is, is because we talked earlier about how the world gets you disillusioned and knocks you off your track and you have to have faith and be principled to stay the course to not get confused about what's actually important. Well, I can testify to this, man. And and this is my testimony. You know, that message was probably the truest message of my life. And the world has done everything to make that not the priority in my life. And, And what I mean is, it's like, yeah, as long as we're together, but mind you this, when I made my first six figures, when I was 22 years old and my son was just born, um, I didn't even see him for his first year of his life because I was working. Like literally I worked 24 seven to make that six figures. And as much as being together and loving each other was important, the world had me believing that if I was going to be a successful father, I had to like kind of let them go, you know, and I had to, I had to go chase the bag because that was what I thought I needed to do. And as I'm becoming a learned man, you know, and, and I love talking to younger entrepreneurs because I give them this message right now, because I wish somebody would have pulled me to the side of 22 and talked some sense into me. So I didn't miss that year. And all the years afterwards that I missed grinding and grinding and grinding, I said, man, listen, you know, uh, as, as a learned man, I know if you if you stay true to your purpose, if you stay true to what you feel you're supposed to be in pursuit of to serve people, then you won't have to make those type of sacrifices. And if you're having to make those type of sacrifices that knock you off of course of who you always intended on being, then that's not the path for you. And that's okay. You know, because again, if you have faith, you're not worrying about the middle, you know where you're going to end up. You know where you're going to end up. Here I am now at 36 years old. I've worked from my house for the last two and a half years I've been with my wife and my children. I've taken them to school. I've eaten dinner with them every single night um, because that's where I wanted to be, right? That's where I wanted to be. But the world had me believing that if I was going to be successful, and you can't see me now, but I'm using my quotation fingers. If I was going to be successful, then I, then I almost had to, I had to make that great sacrifice, right? And, and I do believe that some sort of sacrifice is necessary. Don't get me wrong. But I, I also believe that you have to be very mindful of if that sacrifice is, is, is so great that you're giving up what you, you know, you're giving up the very principle that you created your home with, you know, and, and, and at a certain point, you got to also realize that answer can never be yes. Like if you built your home on this principle, you built your house on this principle, you built your family on this principle, the world will have you believing that you have to put those principles to the side to make it. Um, I'm here to tell you that that's not true, man. There's so many different ways to achieve success in this world. You don't have to subscribe to any one man's definition of how to do it. Yeah, it's, you, you, I mean, couldn't have said it better, bro. And it's extremely noble. And, you know, something you mentioned kind of stuck with me. You said, you know, uh, when you, when you start driving towards your purpose, right. And, 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 and that hit, a, that hit a nerve that struck a nerve. Cause I'm thinking, how many people out there don't even know what their purpose is? 
mm. or even how to figure out what their purpose is. Right. Right. And it's like there, and I can't even, I can't even think about someone that could help us get there other than God. Right. Like the one who actually purposed you into existence. Like he purposed you into existence. He knew you before uh, you were in your mother's womb and he calls you by name and he has great things in store. For, like he purposed you into existence and yet we try to find our purpose in everything else apart from him. Yep. It's, it's, it's insane. It, dude, it's, it's so, it's so crazy. And, and here's the thing, like, you know, um, again, sermons, sermons. One thing that I will say, even in the fitness plans that I create and in the people that I coach, I always like to be so, so transparent. Nothing that I spit out of my mind is mine. Like, you know, this is all stuff that has come through me through mm-hmm. the spirit, or this is something that I've picked up through somebody else's readings and it's resonated with my soul. So I share that message. This isn't stuff that, you know, I was just sitting in my bed and I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm so smart. Let me tell everybody this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. But, you know, like when, when, you, when, you, when, when you're talking about a purpose, right, and, and you look at, you look biblically, you look at how, you know, people who have great favor have to go through great trials, right? Um, it's period. You look through every story in, in the Bible, and for those people to become the champions that they were meant to be, right, they also had to deal with some pretty serious adversity, right? God allows us to go through that to step into our purpose. So my point is, you may you, you said something very interesting. People usually don't even know how to find their purpose. Your purpose usually lies in your biggest pain. And, and here's what I mean. For me, you know, and I know this to be true, my purpose was, you know, a, as a kid, dealing with the insecurities of, of not feeling, you know, not feeling strong, not feeling uh, meant, you know, not feeling fit, being overweight, you know, being made fun of, dude, um, you know, having, having literally so low self-esteem, you know what I mean? De- developing a shell where I, I wanted to show the world that I was so tough, um, making myself non-approachable, you're, you know what I mean? So my purpose, literally, I know is to share my truth with people and to help pull them out of that, to tell them that you don't have to live that way, dude. You don't have to be overweight if you don't want to be overweight. You don't have to be scrawny if you don't want to be scrawny. You don't have to be weak if you don't want to be weak. Hey, you don't have to be strong if you don't want to be strong. Like You literally have the ability to be whatever you want to be. And knowing that truth is freeing because then you don't, you also have the ability to release yourself from the judgments of others. Like you can find your purpose nine out of 10 times in my personal opinion, if you look at what your biggest struggles are that you're able to overcome. And if you can share those struggles with other people, how you did it, I think that is the first step of walking towards your purpose, right? Who can help a drug addict better than the drug addict that's recovered? You know, who can help the parent who has a, a terrible child better than the parent who had a terrible child that overcame that who can help the person who's lost their faith so many times come back to God other than the person that lost their faith and who is now back with God. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's excellent. That's excellent. And it's like, I, I hopefully that gives everybody listening kind of just like a, a, a baseline, right. To start considering what are some of the things that they're trying to run from Mm. and position them to start running towards dude right i love how you said that i love how you said that. you know to, to really because i i think about that i'm like as you explain that which is which is phenomenal by the way the, as you explain that i'm thinking how many 
how many people out there, because myself included, are running from the things that actually hurt them the most. Right. Not realizing that it's actually carving out their purpose inside them. Mm. If they were just to run towards it and not away from it. Mm. Like that, that is revolutionary. I mean, I, I think just that alone is going to help so many people listening here with just where to start. Because as soon as you said that, like what your greatest pain point was, I'm thinking to myself like, wow, well, one of my biggest fears is probably, uh, you know, lack of being desired or wanted, right? Or feeling like I don't have a place somewhere. Right. That's exactly where I need to go. Yeah. I need to be in that place. I'm I'm telling you, man, like it's it's funny because, you know, I I became a, a personal trainer and I got into fitness because of my own struggles with with weight. And, and again, having a childhood of having people making fun of me, dude, I came from a bigger family. Um, I didn't like it, man. So once I got myself in shape, I picked a career that was going to make me stay in shape because I knew like, hey, the moment I let myself go, I really can't make money anymore. Right. Like, so I have to do it. So that was my mindset. Like, I have to do it. But even in doing it, I still didn't get the lesson until I'm 36 years old. And, I, and here's what I mean. Like, okay, so I built myself up and I was bigger and I was muscular and everybody thought I was big and muscular, but I didn't tell anybody that I was struggling. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody that I was insecure. I didn't tell anybody that I came from being an overweight kid and that's how I got here. I kept that all to myself and I pretended as if I was perfect, right? And I really didn't have much to offer because I was living a lie. Um, you got You have to be authentic with it, right? There's, a, there's certain people that I could have been honest with 12, 13, 14 years ago and explain to them how I got to that particular moment. And I probably would have had hundreds of thousands of people still loyal to me today, but I didn't do it correctly because I was so, I was so concerned still with the judgment of the world that I wanted people to say, Hey, well, I used to be the fat kid, but now I'm in shape. Nobody needs to know that. (laughs) Nobody needs to know that I'm insecure, right? That's not how you do it, man. You have to be raw and authentic because there are so many people in this world who are dealing with the exact same demons that you have dude. And you're here to serve your purpose that only you can truly relate to. You know what I mean? And that's the value, you know, because no one else in the entire world could ever replicate your experiences, right? Like no one, not, no one can replicate your experiences to the T, you know? So what, what you've experienced the, the past 35, 36 years, no matter how alike somebody could be to you or, or, or provide this, you know, similar value, they can never provide the value that you provide to the T. Right. And that's, that's the assignment. Right. And it's like, and I think a lot of it has to do with just being a man too. And, you know, this whole mantra and this whole, like, I, you know, idea that men got to kind of just suppress those things. Right. Like they, we can't no show no signs of weakness. Right. Can't tell anybody Um, that you're hurt inside, man. They can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. And and all, all goodness, God forbid you're insecure. Right. Like, or, or that you have low self-esteem, like that is look, that's frowned upon, right? you know, in in, in today's society. And it's, it's such a shame because I feel like a true man is someone who can be in tune with their vulnerabilities and not be afraid to expose those to the world because they're not they're not worried about the the external judgments they're not worried about what anybody else can do to them because they're free dude they're free you're so and bro bro like that's i sit here i sit here 
with less than I had last year, but so much more. You know what I mean? It, it, it even said, you know, like a, a man of faith is not at peace because he has money. He's at peace because he has faith. You can have you can have $100,000 coming into your bank account per month and still be anxious that you're going to lose it all every second if you, if, you, <laughs> if you don't develop that level of peace and faith, right? Um, and, yeah. and this is a good transition because you, you, you asked me a question and I almost got into it, but I want to explain it while we're talking about this because it'll make a little bit more sense now when I talked a little bit about my story, dude. So, you know, I, I went back, I went into the business, right? I got into business, you know the story, selling, selling, selling. Um, obviously, fitness and staying in shape has been my life's work. Uh, but, you know, after five, almost five years, four years of, of sitting at a desk, selling, 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 not doing fitness, I completely let myself go. And I had lost it. Like, I'll be honest with you, dude, two and a half, two and two and a half years ago, I had completely lost it. I was 265 pounds. I was, I was the largest I've ever been in my adult life. And it wasn't muscle. It wasn't good. It wasn't looking good. I had started to get high blood pressure. I was, I was pre-diabetic, dude. Like it was bad. Um, wow. and, then, and then, and then the, uh, and then, um, you know, COVID happened. And when COVID happened, you know, I said something on Facebook, I said, this is either going to be the start of the best thing that ever happened to people or the end for a lot of people, the choice is yours. Right. I didn't even know in that moment that I was talking to myself, but I was, um, <laughs> because what happened was, dude, I left the office. I came back home. When I first came back home, the beginning of 2020 was, was kind of depressing, to be honest with you, man. Like it was like, I, I even hate to admit it. Like I was even drinking beer a little bit more frequently than I should. I was going all in the wrong direction. And then mm -hmm. something happened where I had a wake up call where I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm literally driving myself into an early grave. And, and I started, I started the 75 hard because I needed something. I needed a strong reason to make myself give up all the bad habits that I had just created. And I knew that chasing money, sitting on the desk, drinking beer to go to sleep, like, dude, that is not how I wanted to live my life. Like I could not be this person. I didn't even know how I became this person, to be honest with you, but I was. So, so, so I went to the 75 hard and I did it for 75, for 75 days. I followed everything to the T, no cheat meals, no alcohol, nothing. Um, and then to be honest with you, bro, I never stopped. I can show you my transformation from day one to the, to the end of 75 hard. I was a completely different person. You know, 150 days later, I had, I had an abs, I had six pack. Um, when I, when I started the 75 hard though, one thing that was truly, truly impressive that I don't even think was intended was that my validation was no longer about how many sales I made. I was able to release that validation. Right. So before if I didn't make a sale, I felt like I wasn't a man. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. But when I was in that business, if I didn't make a sale or somebody didn't shoot me a text, say, yeah, you're number one, Nate. I really felt like I was failing at life. So I needed that validation every single day. When I got into the 75 hard by like day 30, the only validation I needed was just me knowing that I had the willpower to complete every single task and take and put my health back first. Like I remember getting on the spin bike, bro. And I promise you, I would be crying, like literally tears. I'd be crying saying, I'm fighting for my life. I just want to be back to who I was. I can't believe I let this happen. Um, and I would pray. I would say my prayers, just like I used to pray before I would go into my sales day, God, please give me the strength to be successful. I would still say those prayers, not knowing that my intentions had completely changed. So I'm still listening to my same morning prayers. 
you know, trying to get myself back in the groove, wondering, am I still going to be able to make money? Cause I'm not focusing on selling. And then one thing happened. I looked down one day and I shared this with a few of my buddies. I looked down one day, maybe, maybe 200 days into the change. I literally, I literally looked down and I had abs. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> last time I looked at myself, like I was fat. Like, I can't believe I have abs. Like this is, this is pretty cool. Right. So that also showed me, and let me just testify to this, that anything you pray on and believe on will come as long as you, as long as you stay consistent with your faith and your path. Right. I wasn't even, we talked about how God works for you, even if you don't know. And even if you, even if you don't give him credit in those moments, I wasn't even praying. I didn't even know consciously that I was praying for that, but I was praying for that because I, although I was praying the same prayers I said when I was working, now my work had became myself. Right. So I'm, I'm still saying the same prayers. I'm still working, but I'm not selling anything. I'm just working on my body. Right. So I'm still praying on it. Boom. My, my prayers are answered. I'm a totally different person, bro. I got, I have all the pictures to show you. So, you know, I had literally released one validation that I, that I no longer needed. And here's, and here comes the story. You know, if you, God says we can't worship anything but God. Now that's not for God's vanity and people need to understand that that's for our protection because the, the, the concept of worship means that a man can take it from you and you will lose your identity, right? So there's a point in my life where I hate to say that I had accidentally allowed myself to worship my career. If somebody told me I was not number one anymore, I wouldn't be the same person. Like, wait a second, I'm not the best. Wait a second, I'm not making a bajillion dollars a month. Oh my gosh, like, who am I? I, I would have lost myself, right? So I freed myself from that false idol, but then I mistakenly put myself, put, put, put myself to be my own false idol where now I'm working daily on my own vanity, right? So I'm no longer working to, to stay alive because at that point, high blood pressure is in check, no prediabetes, no need for any medical intervention. At that point, I've actually got all of my numbers great and I'm still getting, I'm still getting checked to make sure everything's good, but I'm just doing it to look good now. I'm like, let me just see how great I can look, man. This is awesome. So I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. It gets to the point where nothing else matters except for me getting my workouts in, making sure I'm checking off my tasks, making sure I'm doing everything. And, you know, the one thing about God is, man, if you don't get the lesson, it's going to repeat itself. Right. So I get injured. And, you know, first thing first, my, my back gets tight. I've been working out like crazy. Keep in mind, 75 hard as you work out twice a day. So at this point, I've been working out twice a day for about 18 months, like literally 18 months, seven days a week, twice a day my back gets tight. Now I'm idolizing. I'm literally idolizing my, 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 my own vanity. So I don't care that my back's tight. I need to make sure I got a six pack. So I'm going back. I'm going back to working out. I'm going back to working out. It, it gets worse. You know, my, my son and my nephew, they challenge me in basketball. I go play them, dude. I'm telling you, my nephew's like six, my next is like, my nephew's like six feet. My son's six, four, but my nephew's a big dude. So he's like six feet two two thirty. I'm running into him, boom, trying to, trying to charge him. He's charging me. That's not good when you have a bad back, bro. Like my back is feeling terrible now, but you know me, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I still got a six pack, right? So, you know, the next <laughs> so Monday comes and I'm still working out. So it gets to the part, I was running five miles a day. I was, I was literally running five miles a day, dude. I was working out twice a day. I was jump roping for an hour. I was going crazy, like absolutely crazy. 
Um, it got to the point where slowly but surely I couldn't do anything anymore. So first I couldn't jump rope anymore. Like I was getting weakness in my left leg and I just couldn't understand why. So I just said, forget it. I won't jump rope. I'll just do more spinning in between sets so I can keep my heart rate up. So I just kept doing that. Then it got to the point where I couldn't spin anymore. Then it got to the point where I couldn't feel my left leg anymore, anymore. Then it got to the point where I had serious nerve pain shooting all down my right leg. And then it got to the point by Christmas, by Christmas of 2021, I couldn't even walk. Like when I, when I tell you I couldn't even walk, I mean, I couldn't even walk. I spent the entire Christmas laying on the floor in misery, you know, and, wow, inst- dude. and instantly when that happened, you know, um, depression kind of set in, dude. I'm like, man, I start, you know, I start going back to, let me get my favorite IPA and just drink a beer. And literally as I drunk a beer, I can feel the inflammation getting worse in my back. I can feel my, I can feel the inflammation getting worse. My pain's getting worse. Alcohol is not curing any pain. It's, it's in fact making it worse. And I had to make a decision like, okay, am I going to just allow all of my goals that I worked for finally getting in the best shape of my life? I'm just going to let this go now. And this, does this mean it's another chapter, you know, time to be fat Nate again? Or, or does this mean I need to figure out what, why this is happening to me? You know, my mom pushes me to go to the doctor. I said, okay, when I leave Coral Springs, come back to Orlando, I'll go to the doctor. So I get back to Orlando, you know, right after Christmas, I go to the doctor. The doctor tells me that I need to, I need to be on six weeks, no activity. I need to take these uh, pain pills and this muscle relaxer. And then if it, if it doesn't get better, then I'll go to a physical therapist. I prayed on it. I prayed on it, man. And, and I, and I said, I said, God, I got the message. And, and here's what the message was. The message was you were idolizing your job. I let you break that. I let you break that bond and you felt how great it was. Now, now you're idolizing your own vanity. I could take that from you. And are you going to lose yourself again? All this progress you made, you're just going to, you're just going to lose yourself again because now you can't work out at the same level. So I had a choice. I had a choice. I could lose myself or I can accept the new person that I built is who I am now. And I can find a way to fix it right now, not in six weeks, you know, not taking any medication, dude, but fix it. And that's what I did. So I literally said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to fix it. I'm not going to lose this. I'm I'm not going to go back to how I was. I'm not going to go back to those decisions. I'm not going to go back to that, that, that train of thought. I'm going to fix it. I called up a physical therapist and I started calling physical therapists around Orlando. And they're like, do you have a doctor's referral? <laughs> nope. How much does it cost? I'll just pay. And I paid. I literally paid. I went, I went to, I went the very next day. I did an assessment. Um, they, they had me do a few stretches. And after those few stretches, I could walk again. Now I was still in a lot of pain, but at least I could walk. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I could walk within a, <laughs> within a week. I was working out again, not crazy, but working out enough. And, you know, my, my point to it is I don't think the physical therapist necessarily was that amazing. Right. But I think the physical therapist allowed me to reconnect with with my purpose, dude. And the physical therapist allowed me to have belief that it was going to be OK and I was still going to be able to be myself. I just needed to slow down. Right. God told me, slow down. You're not you're not quite getting the lesson. And then to make any to make matters to make matters worse. While I was going through all those transformations and I made the change and I got my body back to the best shape ever, all of that, I didn't even share the experience with anybody, man. Like how many people could I have expi- you know, inspired if I was sharing them what, what I was going through and, and letting them see how, how it can be done with faith, right? 
but I had a closed mouth. And I always tell people, you know, what good is a six pack with a closed mouth? You know, what good is a six pack on me with a closed mouth if I'm not sharing it with anybody to let them know how, how possible it is for them? It, it, it's really no good. It's just vanity, right? So I understood in that moment that I needed to, I needed to speak. I needed to share my story. I needed to allow people to see what I'm going through. So it's not just in the vein of myself, man. It, it, it's, it's, for the, it's for serving others. And once I made that connection, bro, within two or three weeks, I was working out again. I, I, I got my Apple Watch. I, I lowered my calorie goal so I didn't put too much pressure on myself. I still, <laughs> I still hit every single parameter, dude. Five, four weeks into it, I was walking like normal. Week five, I was jogging again, dude. I just went, I just went for a two and a half mile jog two day, you know, two days ago. And I'm fully, and I'm fully back. And what makes things even better is I didn't lose any results. I didn't lose anything, bro. That, now that's faith. I didn't lose anything. That's God. I'll tell you, man. Like no muscle and no muscle atrophy, no, 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 no loss of gains, no loss of definition. I was able to keep everything. And that's not just because I'm awesome. You know, that, that's literally because I truly believe God was giving me a lesson. And this time, you know, this time I actually received it. Dude. Oh, man. I, I mean, I, I honestly, I think that's a lot to digest for someone. Honestly, you know, like that there's so much going on there. I mean, I whoa. <laughs> from the point to where you're like on the on the floor on the ground during christmas to yeah. now showcasing honestly bro you look like you can compete like i saw some pictures bro like you you should start competing right like <laughs> that's that's the level of where you are right now and it, and it boils down to this you returned back to the one thing that you feared the most right yep. which was just getting get, getting in your own way Yep. And, and look what God did. He was faithful. He yep. brought you right back. Right back, bro. Like literally, bro. The one thing I feared the most, literally, you know, I have, I have, I have, I have, I have poetry from when I was a kid. And when I first made a weight loss transformation, literally saying things that I, I wouldn't say today, just wishing to not even be here if I couldn't maintain, you know, the, the change, because that's how, you know, that that's how deep it was in my in my in my mind, bro. You, you talk about like, you know, have, having demons and, you know, to, to be able to face that and understand and, and develop a true, true level of faith. You said it earlier, like, I don't know how, you know, I don't know if I'm there yet where, where I could just not be worried about those things, dude. But when I share my story, I share it because that's how I'm not worried about those things anymore, bro. Like I truly believe if I'm doing the right thing, God has shown me way too many times now that he's going to take care of the rest. All I got to do is make sure that I'm living life the way that I'm supposed to. Like if I'm living life the way that I'm supposed to, there's nothing to worry about. You know, the only way that there's, I have something to worry about is the moment where I take the driver's seat and I say, well, I'm going to get there on my terms. <laughs> if yeah. that's it, God's yeah. going to slow me down. I can guarantee it. He's done it so many times in so many different ways, whether it's losing money or losing, losing your, my ability to walk, whatever it may be. If I'm not doing it the right way, I will get slowed down. That's the only thing I have to worry about. But if I'm not living like that, there's really absolutely nothing to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, man. You're right. And it's like, at the end of the day, like we've, we've, we've exchanged this life for eternal life. Right. right. So everything that we experience right now is for God's glory. 
you know, like this is this is literally for him. It's to be that beacon of light and that beacon of hope for the next person to come to the realization that they can make it through. Sure. They just have to trust in him, sure. you know, and it's and that's that's what we live for, man. It's we live for for that because we, we already know that this is just a mere vapor in, in the great scheme of what an eternity looks like. Yeah. Like, and it, it's just a mere vapor. Is, so we man. give our lives over here. We give it up for his sake, right? For his glory so that others can see that hope and be that beacon of life for them. And that's all it takes, man. You're, you're paving the way for the next person to come behind you and walk through your path seamlessly. And you know what, man, as, as a, as a, as an unlearned, uneducated man who hadn't truly stepped into his faith, I didn't understand that. You know what I mean? I, I really didn't like I shared I shared a verse about the, 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 the not having the need to compete with any other man today. And the reason that I shared that is because that's what I've learned. Right. When I was a man who thought I was in competition with every other man, the idea of paving the way for somebody to get further than me didn't really sit well with me, to be honest with you. <laughs> it, it wasn't yeah. It wasn't until I released that need for competition, right? My, my need's not for competition. My need's for purpose. My only competition is internal. If I could be better tomorrow than I was today, then I'm winning, right? And if, that, and if I can do that while also providing an opportunity for the next man on a similar path as mine to get to have a better outcome, then I'm paying it forward and I'm doing God's work, man. I, I, have, I have a guy uh, who I hope will join, on, join us on our show uh, in the business right now. And he followed a very similar path as, as I did. And I recognized very quickly that he was being pulled into some of the same traps that I, that I was being pulled into, man. Something told me to, 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 to befriend a man and like literally try to tell him like, this is what's going to happen. This was, you don't have to do it this way. You could do it this way. And, and, and we developed a very, very, very close relationship. And, you know, one of the greatest compliments that I've received recently was that individual telling me like, man, I felt like God, God put you in my life for a, a reason. Like, it almost feels like you've lived this life two years before me for me. And I'm like, wow, mm. the fact that you feel that way, bro. And you're going to be better off because of our relationship and because of what I provided you, man. I'm like, dude, that's the only thing I need. Like literally that makes me yep. feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Period. Yeah. 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 You're, you, you, you hit it, man. And that, and that's it. And that's honestly, that's what this podcast is all about. That's everything. Like this is exactly why we're doing it because we realize that people are going to find gems in how, how we live our lives and we don't even know it, right. you know, and it's, it's, it's crazy because it comes full circle. They could, they could have some kind of revelation and unknowingly help just validate us. Right. Oh. Validate our purpose. Straight up. I mean, I tell, <laughs> I, tell, I, tell, I tell the guy, I tell him every time, man. And, and most people that I talk to, it's funny. Most people that I talk to, I tell every time, like, you don't know, you don't understand how much you're helping me. And it's the same thing, kind of like what, what, what you said earlier to, to go back to a point about, you know, when you're teaching people to do things that you don't even feel like that you do 100 percent of the time. Dude, I'm, I'm the, I think that's the human experience. Right. Like, let me explain. Um, I'm, I'm only very good in sales if I have somebody to teach. <laughs> and what I mean is I don't get any validation from making a sale anymore, like convincing somebody to do something, um, unless it's like something I think they absolutely need to do or, or they're going to be hurt. 
I don't feel good about it. Like there's nothing in me that makes me yeah. feel good about that anymore. I don't, I know I have the skill to do it, but I always tell people just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Right. However, if I have somebody to teach to better their situation and the proposition is a win-win, like you put this person, you, you get this person to do this, you're helping them this way. They're helping you this way. Let me show you how. I could take that mindset and be the number one producer in any organization if that's what my mindset is to teach other people to do it. But if it's about me doing it, um, then I, then it's not in me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like literally. So I, I feel it's the same way with business, man. Like if you're if you're coaching people to do X, Y, and Z, you you being a teacher and coaching them is also giving you the same support back. Do again to be a good receiver, you have to be a great giver. So the fact that you're giving it. I know, I know instantaneously is coming back to you, man. I mean, that's literally how leadership has always worked for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And those, and those are going to be things that we dive into as well as, as the weeks go on, because, you know, we really haven't even tapped into what all these experiences have led to. Right. right? Which was, uh, you know, pretty successful careers, managing phenomenal people to, to the point where, you know, some have accomplished greater things than we have. Right. Like, and I think, you know, that's kind of where you were leading to where that's the true testament of our legacy, right, is where they are now accomplishing greater things than we've accomplished. And but we get to say we have a stamp on that. Right. Um, and it's like that's that's surfaced in every single part of our lives, like right. our fitness journey, our our family, our, our faith, like even our finances. Right. And I think this is going to be. Dude, honestly, I'm super excited that we actually decided to just start this thing, not even knowing what we were going to get ourselves into. But we like we're like, man, it's been two years, <laughs> two right. years that we go back and forth, actually, probably even longer than that, because I, I think know. even when we were in Orlando together, I think even then we were still coming up with phenomenal ideas. And we're like, oh, this is the next best thing. Right. And we never we never move. We right. never move. Right. So the fact that we're here today, man, that's that's a testimony of the fact that we're really effing stuff up when it comes to that first F, and that's faith. Yes, and yes. um, and and that's really all we need. That's all we need, and everything else will just kind of come organically. So, yeah. um, yeah, man, this was a good time, bro. I love this. I love spending my Fridays like this. I love, uh, dude. I'm just excited to see you know where where this leads and the people that we bring on and the different impact that they're going to make with the listeners. And cause I think we have a large network. We have, we know so many people that have lived so many different lives that have accomplished so many different things that have so many different testimonies. It's like, dude, we're going to have content for eons. Like we are, <laughs> like, we are dude, you know, and, and I'll, and I'll say this, man, one of my, one of my final signing offs for effing it up episode two, you know, I think, I think it all speaks to intentions. And, you know, I, I think in all the, all the previous times we've talked about things and this just goes towards growth, man. And every, every day, if we're growing, you know, we're, we're doing our job, right? Cause either you're growing or, or you're dying. Like that, that's how it works in this life. But, you know, our intentions are, are correct. And that's what gives us the fortitude and the faith to step out here and do this, even, even doing it on the, even doing it on the fly and, and building this as we go, because we really believe in what we're doing and why we're doing it. You know, before we had lots of great ideas that could have made us rich and they probably could have made us rich if we would have took action, but our intentions yeah. weren't hundred percent where they should have been in that time. Like they just weren't. 
Um, but I think this is pure for me. I know it is dude for you. I know it is. We talk about it. Literally. I just want to serve. Like I, I literally do. I want to put myself out there. I want to be honest about who I am and truly authentic in everything that I do. And I want the people who can relate to me to gravitate towards it and allow me to impact their, their allow me to, to impact their experience, dude. And the people that can't relate to me, I'm totally good if they just don't ever, don't ever tune into me. Like I'm, I'm okay with that. Right. Cause I'm not going to be anything other than who I am. And I want to be that in the service of others. And, and I think now that the intentions are aligned properly, I really feel like we're going to skyrocket and, and make an impact as we always should have. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, we were, it, we were made for such a time as this, this moment right now. Bro. Um, and no, no sooner and no later. It's perfect timing because of that number one F, bro. That's it. I'm telling you, that's that's, that's the perfect timing. Our faith had to be aligned because at the end of the day, we're not doing this for ourselves. We're doing this for the glory of God. Amen. And all these topics are the topics that honestly the, the, the good Lord has brought us through, man. And we are aligned so much on, on a lot of these topics, but we also have unique experiences that can that can reach different audiences, right? So and I think that's the beauty of it. Right. And is that we're going to we're going to showcase those, but then we're also going to bring on people who do the same. And it's just going to be a wonderful community, right. you know, where people of all ages, male, female, you know, young kids, old kids, whatever, whomever. Right. But nonetheless, they're going to come to these to these podcasts with that level of vulnerability and transparency to know that, hey, I'm going to open myself up to receive anything that my spirit is willing to receive today straight up man. and 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 that's where and that's where I, that's where i would like for everyone to come onto this podcast uh with is that is that the idea of i'm just gonna listen whatever resonates with my spirit i'm gonna take that as truth right and and just move that's it man. take action move right, right. And dude, and as, we, <laughs> as we deliver, and as we deliver ideas, man, like you know, there's there's no, there's literally no, you know, there's no um, copyrighted ideas. Like it's literally for the, for the growth of all those who want to be part of this. You know what I mean? And I love that. You know, I, told, I love that, bro. I told I told my wife. So true, true story, dude. I'm 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 cons- I'm you know I'm taking on on clients and I'm doing a lot of coaching right now um, because I think that's my purpose to to give back. And I had I had a client who I t- who I took on. Who I just really wanted to help. And this is somebody who's in the business and, you know, somebody and this, and this client, and this just goes to tell me that, you know, Hey man, I'm not a perfect man. Right. And let me get, let me testify to that. But this client texts me back and this guy has already lost, he's already dropped nine pounds, you know, maybe, maybe seven pounds. Like I could be off seven or nine pounds in the, in the first two and a half weeks, which is really good because I don't, I don't believe in any crazy dieting. I don't, I don't suggest that you do it. So, but I do suggest that you have a very strict principle way that you handle things and you count your macronutrients. And I'm, and I'm giving this individual this and the tools and the apps and the tracking and everything that this person needs to be successful. I check in on the person every day. And, and, and yesterday the person responds to me and he goes, he goes, man, this is so great. I already got five other people doing the exact same thing. My ego was like, we better make sure you tell them that this is Nate Strong stuff, man. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, hey, you know, I'm glad you're doing it, man. But hey, you know, like, what are you, what are you doing? But, and I, and I actually sent that message. I, I really did. But instantly, my spirit was like, man, that was the wrong thing to do. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was. And I, and I sent a follow-up message. 
And I said, no, man, in all seriousness, you know, I'm happy that you found you found so much belief in this, that you're sharing it with others. Like, that's what it's all about. You know, pay it, play, you know, pay it forward, man. If it's working, pay it forward and just keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, I made it a mission. I told him I made it a mission to put myself out there and serve all those who can serve. And I just want to build a name uh, for somebody who could truly build value to people, man. So I, I appreciate you giving me that feedback uh, and keep up the great work. You know, that was my follow up mission. But I had to, I, I, I told my wife about that. And I said immediately my ego was, was hit like this person's taking from me and giving it to other people and saying it's theirs. But at the end of the day, that's OK, because and here's why it's OK, because the creator knows where it came from. And if those four or five other people are now living a better life, they're getting the fat off of them. They're not going to have the diseases and the disorders that would be associated with just sitting at a desk and working, 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 because yeah. I was able to impact this one person who then went and impacted five other people. Even if I didn't get a penny for it or any acknowledgement, I do get the yeah. acknowledgement by who, who, who matters most, which is my God. And that's what I need to always keep on the forefront of my mind. And if I live like that every single day, dude, I'll avoid more <laughs> spontaneous reactions like what I had for that guy. Uh, I felt really bad about it. But at the same time, again, it's just a testament of always making sure that you're aligned with your purpose and you're doing things for the right reason. You know, it's, it's easy to say you don't need the recognition. It's easy to say that, but then God's going to test you, right? He's going to, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you sure you don't? Because look, look what you just yeah. did, right? Are you sure? Um, you got to be able to quickly repent and identify when you make a mistake, you know, and just move forward. Yeah. And, and, you know, what helps me, honestly, and, and, I, and this was and I, I think I mentioned this earlier, is that realizing that all the information that I'm giving people is just borrowed knowledge. Right. Because at the end of the day, my God is the one who has the infinite wisdom. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing that I'm going to think about that hasn't already crossed his mind. Right. Right. Like there's I, I don't I don't create or think about anything that's apart from who he is. Right. So it's just borrowed knowledge, right? So who am I to say and, and, and hold claim to any specific knowledge, knowing that it comes from him anyways? We can't, man. We can't. You know, it's funny, <laughs> it's funny because you're so right. And, you know, we can start a whole other episode. I know we're ending this one, dude. But I just want to say this really quickly because what you just said was so, so real, right? If you've ever, and this is for the people listening, Jeremy, you especially, myself especially, if you've ever had a great idea, and you're like, man, this is an amazing idea. Something's telling you to take action, right? I need to take action on this. this is a great idea. And then you don't. What usually happens in a few weeks? Somebody else does it. Even if you've never told them about it, somebody yep. else does it. Your exact yep. idea. Why does that happen? Because it was never yours to begin with. And you didn't do anything when you were given Come on, the opportunity. Bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> That's Come on, why, bro. bro. So if you're not if, if, if you're not a completely understanding of where all the information is coming from, you're going to continually play the game incorrectly. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And that's why, like here, if that happens, so be it. Right. So be it. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it, it needs to be done. And, and it's funny because that's what actually Mordecai told Esther and said, listen, you can either be a tool or an instrument to God's plan. Or, or choose not to, but either way, God will still deliver his people, hmm. whether you decide to be an instrument or not. <laughs> wow. He will still deliver his people, whether you want to be the person that goes to the Pharaoh or that goes to the people and sets them free, whatever it is, 
you can either decide to be that person and be, be an instrument to his plan or not. But regardless, he's still going to deliver his people. Mm. That's and that's awesome. exactly what's happening, bro. bro. When those things occur. Every single, it happens every time without Phil. I can tell you countless ideas that have come to me, my wife, we've talked about it. So many different concepts. And then before you know it, Somebody take, I remember, I remember yeah. about seven years ago, we had the whole concept of, of, and me and a few other buddies, we had this whole concept of creating a fitness challenge where we had contestants and we would pay, we would pay somebody who, who lost the most amount of weight. Guess what? There's so many different fitness challenges with that same principle right now. I've never talked to one of those people and I never, I never saw one ever online or anywhere else before I started talking about it. I'm not saying I originated it. I didn't, but the infinite source of knowledge let me take a peek and I didn't do anything with it. So it just moved on to the next person. <laughs> that's right, boy. That, uh, glad you recognize, bro. <laughs> like that's, that's why the movement is so important. That's why I say like people listening, if you hear something that resonates, move, right. Today. Make the move <laughs> today, <laughs> today, literally today. Because you know what? At the end of the day, if you don't make a move on your purpose, God will still deliver his people hmm. and, and the purpose will still get done whether you decide to be an instrument to that plan or not. Bam. Lesson. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a better message to close today out with, bro. That, that's it. <laughs> that's and it was, it was amazing time, bro. Amazing time. Awesome. Man. I love this. Me too. Me too. We're going we're gonna to build on this. Uh, episode two. You know, effing things up, man. We're only going to get better with time. We're like, we're like, we're like a fine wine. As we age, we just get better. Uh, and I mean that. I mean, this process is, is literally going to get better. Everything we do is going to get better. We're going to have better conversations. We're going to have more people involved. Um, and I think we've already started on fire, man. I, I'm, I'm loving where we're going. So yes, yes, bro. Appreciate your time today, man. Thanks for coming together with me. You know, spending time with your boy on a Friday. Oh come on, man! You already know that's a you already know that's a given, bro. You know, like that's you ain't gotta ask me twice. Like you said, you call you call me up or you shoot me a text. Like I'm always I'm always down to go back and forth, bro. Like you know, there like I tell you, there's not many people I do that with at all. You know, really. So you know, this for me, honestly, this is an outlet. Um, it can actually be to my benefit more than anybody else's. To be honest, because um, every time I connect with you, man, I always seem to get some revelation and it just helps confirm a lot of things for me. And, um, dude, that's that's the greatest that's the greatest value I can take away from all this, bro. Whether this ends up being some kind of monetary, which I do believe we're going to blow up and I'm calling it right now. Uh, so when we do, I can say I told you so. But <laughs> so <too>. <laughs> but <laughs> I you know, I think this whole I think this is going to help me. And I'm going to benefit more from this than anyone's going to benefit. And, and I don't talk about financially. I, I think more so just figuring out who I am, what, what, what my purpose is and, and how I contribute to the overall, to the overall kingdom. You know what I mean? So um, I appreciate you, bro. I love you, man. And you already know we're on to the next. Always, man. Always love brother. Yes, sir. Let me, let me stop this, man.